This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, we're playing for keeps now in college football. It is week zero. Week zero. Bruce Marshall joins me right now. No better guy to talk about some of these uh, group of five obscure conferences, whichever you want. We've done this for years. Now we bring a part, uh, bring him here, a part of the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. Bruce, are you ready? Yeah, but, you know, week zero history, though. Do you remember that uh, Miami Hurricanes-Florida Florida. game a few years ago? Felipe that Franks has still not improved, by the way. Yeah, I watched him yeah. last night. They're, I think they're still talking about that game. I never saw a game get more hype before a season than that one. So it's a little more tame. This year we're looking more forward to the next big week next week, but we got a few to talk about here for week zero on Saturday. Yeah, let's get right to it, and let's talk about the uh, fighting at Illini and Brett Bielema's uh, third stop, his second stint in the Big Ten. He went to uh, Wisconsin, did some really good things. He took over a solid program and really elevated it and uh, went to Arkansas, was really close at Arkansas. He lost, I think it was like his first 12 or 14 conference games, won his last two. Um, and then had that big lead, uh, in, I think, against Virginia Tech in the bowl game, Bruce, that kind of just is still – it, it kind of derailed them a little bit. He, he was kind of – it was closer than maybe people think. Well, hey, you're two at Illinois in that major rebuilding job. Five and seven, four and five in the Big Ten is not bad. With close losses to Purdue, Maryland, and Iowa – they, they opened up 11-point favorites against Wyoming, down to 10 now, 10 and 44 against Wyoming. Yeah, and, you know, you're right about Bielema. I mean, the Arkansas thing got close. We know, I mean, he took over a good thing at uh, Wisconsin from uh, Coach Alvarez, but uh, he kept that at a pretty high level, and he got Arkansas really close there. Same sort of recipe. It's power football. It's Barry Alvarez football. That's what Bielman likes to do, and he's trying to implement some of that with the fighting Illini. Now, they could use some upgrades in the passing game. They ranked 122 in passing yardage last year, Jimmy. We talked about them some last fall, but we did like the progress that Bielman made. He did have some impressive games uh, where they, they, they overachieved last year. Question here is, are they going to make a little bit of an upgraded quarterback? I don't know. I mean, Tommy DeVito comes in from Syracuse. I don't know how old DeVito is, Jimmy, but I swear he used to hand off to Floyd Little and Larry Zonka. <laughs> I mean, he's been there a long time, but they're going to design this offense around Tra uh, Chase Brown, 1,000-yard rusher last year. Now, Bielema brought in uh, Barry Lunny Jr., an old comrade of his from uh, Arkansas, yeah. to run the offense. So Lunny knows what Bielema wants to do, so they're going to just try to play ground and pound. The big thing last year, though, about Illinois, Jimmy, that defense, and we talked about this some last year, 
They really improved last year. They jumped 68 spots in both total and scoring defense. And that was from Lovey's defense the year before. Now, I know 2020 was a little bit of a funky year, but uh, there was a big upgrade in that defense, and that was a credit to Ryan Walters, the coordinator. Uh, you know, under might be a way to look here, but I'm also looking a bit at Illinois. Wyoming uh, comes in. Listen, this this game, this is going to have a 1970s throwback feel to it because Craig Bull, uh, ex-Nebraska, as an undergrad, he tries to design that offense. Bob Devaney, Tom Osborne try, type offense, everything Cornhusker. The problem is they don't have Jerry Taggy and Johnny Rogers running this thing, and they don't have Josh Allen either. And uh, by the way, how he running this offense to get to be a first-round draft pick was quite an accomplishment a few years ago, but they're doing things like ranked 117th in passing top rusher, Xavier holiday transferred to Arizona state. Peasley, the quarterback transfers in from Utah state. I don't think in Wyoming's last trip into big 10 country got whipped in the opener by Iowa a few years ago. And that's when Allen was there. I don't think they've got enough offense. Uh, and I would lean to Illinois here a little bit. In fact, the gold sheet we had at 29-13 fighting Illini, a little bit under, a little bit to the Illini side for this opener in beautiful Champaign-Urbana. Champaign, the Illini trying to make uh, back-to-back wins in week zero, of course. They upset Nebraska last year. Yes. 64% of the tickets are on Illinois at Bet Rivers, minus the 10 points right now. North Texas and UTEP. The Mean Green is a one-point favorite in El Paso against UTEP. Dana Dimmel, uh, who's had a couple of stops, speaking of Wyoming, Houston, now UTEP. 5-27 and 27 his first three seasons to 7-6 and six last year in 2021. They run a 4-2-5 defensive scheme. All six on that front six are back. He's been working the J.C. roots. There's some history there. Bruce against North Texas, who started out 1-6 last year, finished 6-6. Six and 75% six. of the tickets are on, the, uh, on, on North Texas. 92% of the money is on UTEP. Yeah, and uh, interesting, last year, if you if you blended the two seasons of these two, last year, Jimmy, you took North Texas's first half of the season, I'm sorry, UTEP's first half of the season, North Texas's second half of the season, man, you would have had quite a powerhouse there, the uh, mean green miners, if you could meld them, yeah, it didn't work like that, but as it turned out, uh, both these teams did get into bowls last year. Uh, lost and it was very unlikely for North Texas really started off slow like you said but they came on like gangbusters down the stretch big win over Texas San Antonio really got them on the map they ran the ball extremely well last year for Seth Luttrell who pulled his job out of the fire a lot of people thought he was going to be uh, pink slip by the time we got to midseason he's back for another year they're on the move to the American next year a lot of hopes there. great facilities great place there north of the Metroplex they need some upgraded quarterback though Austin Aune, who will be 29 years old when he takes the, the snap this fall, if he takes snaps. He's a former major, minor league baseball player. Cha- he didn't do much last year. Only nine touchdown passes, barely completed 50%. Grant Gannell, transfer quarterback, comes in from Memphis and Arizona uh, and competing for the job. And Coach Luttrell has still got this thing open into the last week here before uh, this uh, opening game in uh, week zero. They're going to try to run the football again. Might not be that easy against UTEP. Like you said, front six. Everybody is back for Coach Dimmel. Yeah, the JUCO route has been good for UTEP in the past. We talked about this in our CUSA preview. In past eras when Bob Stull won there briefly in the late 80s, Mike Price won there for a few years in the early 2000s, well, they went the JUCO route pretty heavily, and that is what Coach Dimmel has done. In fact, he likes some of his recruits. Top a JUCO ad was a wide receiver who comes in who they like very much, but they do like their quarterback as well. Gavin Hardison comes back. 
playmaker deluxe at quarterback his top running back a watt is back as well and we mentioned about that defense what i like about dimmel though and you mentioned of course at one time he was at wyoming when he was considered an up-and-comer didn't work out too well for him at houston but he went back to kansas state where he is from worked on bill snyder's staff for a long time this team looks a lot like bill snyder's kansas state and they lost a very close game in the last seconds in november last year in denton so they get them back here at the sun bowl hardison is back I think they like. They've had a whole offseason here to work with the new receivers, and that defense is pretty nasty. Good matchup against North Texas's running game. I think UTEP's a spot here. That might be my favorite play on this week zero card, Jimmy. We had at 27-19, the Miners at the Sun Bowl over the Mean Green. I got uh, UTEP uh, in that one here. All right, uh, serious uh, line movement here. Now, Nevada opened up as much as 14 and a half at some places. Right now at Bet Rivers, it is nine. Interesting um, uh, split, money and uh, in tickets uh, split. 57, 56% of the tickets are on Nevada, but 79% of the money is on New Mexico State. What that means is the big money tickets are on New Mexico State. Nevada loses a lot, but, man, you couldn't get much worse in New Mexico State. They're at home in, in New Mexico. Nevada's down to 9. This is a 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. West Coast uh, telecast on ESPN2. Words I never thought you'd utter, Jibby. All the money is on New Mexico State. Yeah, My goodness. no kidding. It must, be, it must be week zero. But here's the deal. we got new coaches both ways here. Now, after being forced to step away from coaching due to serious medical issues, taking over at New Mexico State would hardly seem conducive to one's health. But undeterred, Jerry Kill, or perhaps it's Jerry Kill's physician, who risks a malpractice claim by allowing Kill back on the sidelines here in Las Cruces, where... Uh, he was the preferred candidate to a handful of paratroopers and oil rig firefighters and other daredevils who dared apply for this job. It doesn't seem to be conducive to one's health. But Kill has won pretty big in the past uh, at Northern Illinois and Minnesota. So he's, a, he's an established commodity there. He's going to have to rely a lot on JUCOs coming in, taking over, and transfers. Uh, speaking of JUCOs with UTEP, they've got some at New Mexico State, too, and transfers as well. I think the line move here, Jimmy, a little bit to do just the fact Kill is there. He's a known commodity. Uh, but because a lot of questions at Nevada, only six starters back, and most of the staff from last year is gone, too. That's because Jay Norvell left for Colorado State, took most of his staff with him. Carson Strong, their prolific quarterback from last year, the last two years, also is out. So they're looking for a new quarterback. And the new coach comes in, Ken Wilson from uh, Oregon. He had been on Chris Alt's staff in Reno in years past. Wilson's a pretty respected defensive uh, coach uh, at that level uh, at Oregon he was, but this is his first crack as a head coach. They need Shane Illing- Illingworth, the transfer from Oklahoma State, to step forward at quarterback to fill Strong's shoes. Uh, 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 Toa Tawa was their top a good runner, good punishing runner, but they didn't run much last year. They ranked way down the rushing cha- uh, charts. They're going to have to run, I think, a little bit more while Illingworth gets comfy with this offense. Here's my deal here. Uh, Nevada has been playing at, at, at so much higher level than New Mexico State in recent years. And last year, this game was 52-7 in the third quarter before Norville called off the dogs. Uh, that has to account for something. And, uh, uh, you know, because where these programs are at, even with Nevada apparently dropping some, I'm not prepared to offer New Mexico State a recommendation here. In fact, we'd like Nevada a little bit, 34-20, to 20, just based upon where these programs have been at. I know Nevada's going to drop off a little bit, but I am not ready 
uh, to jump on any New Mexico State bandwagon just yet. And uh, don't overreact uh, to their bowl loss as well because they brought about a third of the team. Yes. Uh, up to uh, Detroit uh, for that right. one. Last one, Bruce, we're going to look at. This one's on CBS Sports Channel. 10.30 Eastern kickoff, 7.30 in the desert. Vanderbilt uh, from the SEC. Greg Sankey, Sankey Leg, is going to make the trip uh, to Hawaii. He said he's using his frequent flyer miles to do so. Six and a half at 55 over Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii and LSU lead the country in uh, turnover. Uh, 53 new players, I believe it is, uh, from Todd Graham. Very upset with him. So what's the knee-jerk reaction from the Hawaii administration? They could, the guy was so unpopular, they bring in one of their own. A Hawaii guy, record setter at quarterback for the University of Hawaii, tries his first crack at coaching Timmy Chang. So uh, 60% of the tickets are in Hawaii, 54% of the money is on a Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt six and a half fifty five on the on the island. Yeah, Graham was effectively impeached after last year. They almost brought Nancy Pelosi in to to run him out. I mean, they had such a, such a controversy there in Honolulu. So yeah, Timmy Chang comes in, former decorated quarterback. He's been bouncing around the Mountain West recent years at Nevada as an assistant, but he comes home trying to resurrect the June Jones uh, Red Gun, which. Chang piloted with some record-setting numbers as a quarterback a generation ago. Now, how's he, how's this translate on the field? We will see. I think it's more interesting here. Yeah, I don't blame Sankey for taking a trip to Hawaii. Why not? Listen, for a program that rarely travels west of the Natchez Trace uh, in intersectional action, Vandy's going to be thinking it might be in another world here at Hawaii. Five time zones away. It is 4,388 miles from Nashville to Honolulu. Now, they're playing at the on-campus stadium, very small, 9,300 seats at the Ching Complex. They're going to expand it a little bit next year. The new Aloha Stadium is not going to be ready for 2026. Vandy might be thinking, why didn't we play this game at Montgomery Bell Academy at in Nashville there? I mean, my goodness, it's about as big. However, there's a little bit of excitement in, in, in Nashville because uh, second year for Clark Lee, Yes, it was a tough go last year. And they did, by the way, go to the Mountain West and win a game at Colorado State in Week 2 last year. Uh, they have named Mike Wright the starting quarterback. They named him out of spring, out, out of a, a spring football. Uh, Wright looked, as opposed to Sears, more of a thrower. Wright is a better runner, and whatever Vandy did on offense last year seemed to come with Wright in there. He is kind of a dynamic playmaker, but this has been a problem for Vandy for a while. The thought is the second year for Clark Lee, his defensive schemes might resonate a little bit more. Remember, he was defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. He knows defense, but, I mean, he's back at his alma mater, uh, he needs to show something a little bit more as a head coach, and he's in a tough spot to do it. I don't want to lay points with Andy on the road, though. I mean, they have not uh, – I mean, they, this is not a role for them generally. Mm-hmm. I know everything is new in Hawaii, but from what we hear, they brought in the coordinator from Eastern Washington uh, to help out Chang. They've got some transfer quarterbacks in there. Joey Yellen played at Pitt and Arizona State. Cooper played at Washington State. They're going to throw the football, uh, and they're going to go up-tempo, and that's what they've been doing a lot at Hawaii – there's a, an element of the unknown here uh, for Vanderbilt, too, in a very uh, exotic locale. I, I don't think this is conducive to them laying points. Not my favorite pick on the card, but in this late night one, Vandy 30-27, to 27, maybe they win it outright, uh, but I'm not going to lay 6.5. Uh, I'd rather take Hawaii, which, by the way, played pretty well at home last year when Graham was there, and that was for a coach the players hated. They like Chang from what we hear, so I expect a good, close effort from Hawaii. 
All right. Uh, so Bruce has uh, for week zero, Illinois minus 10, UTEP. I'm with him on that one. UTEP plus the one, Nevada minus the nine, and then Hawaii plus six and a half. Sports betters paradise. Myself and Bruce Marshall, the gold sheep. Be looking at these group of five picks all all season long. They uh, they pay the same, although the odds makers do not spend as much time and emphasize on these lines. You can find some mistakes in there. This is uh, Jimmy Ott for Bruce Marshall, Sports Betters Paradise, the Bet Rivers Network, pod, the the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. <laughs> 